the door with you The air was cold But something about it felt like home Somehow and I Left my scarf there At your sister's house And you've still got it In your drawer Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast Playoff Edition. Your host, top seeded Dark Money, coming in with one of the best seasons of all time. I am joined by five seed Ed, potentially three seed Yoni stops by to make his playoff predictions. We're talking about Tron ranks, live drafts, pickleball, playoffs. Number one seed, second time in three years. Pretty impressive, if I say so myself. Ed, welcome back to the league for year two, and welcome to the playoffs for your first time. Thank you. It's uh, pretty exciting. What what is it? So, what is it like to, to be in this league a second year? Because it was crazy enough that you were willing to do this the first time, but then you actively came back. I don't even know if Anton had to force you this time. Uh, no, it was. It, I've enjoyed myself. League media keeps me informed, makes me feel like I know people that I don't know at all. Um, so it's it's been good. So you're saying this is an above-average fantasy football league on the enjoyment scale? Uh, yes, that is exactly what I am saying. Okay, we'll take that. Well, it hasn't been the best league media season, but I, I, I appreciate uh, you giving me the credit for it. Um, Anything. Well, it's tough. I mean, you're, you're probably so focused on your team trying to maintain that number one ranking. It's hard to have time for podcasting, you know? I, it's, it, you know, it, it's that I'm, I'm a busy man, but I've, I've committed for the, for the playoff run. I, I think I should, I've cleared my calendar. I'll be able to get the, the, the people on. Um, we'll, we'll be able to do some podcasts. So I think it'll be good. We don't need to hear from like Lamb Chop this year. He kind of sucks. Hudson, his team sucks. We'll get, we'll get to the good teams, I think. Okay, and just out of curiosity, you said this was your second time in three years being the number one seed? Correct. So the year before you joined the league, I was also the number one seed and lost to the fi- lost to Yoni in the finals. Ah, and that was so, going to be my follow-up question is, have you won? Yeah. In- so I'm, I'm not, okay. kind of a big deal. Um, well, if, if you looked at our um, historical stats page, which I circulated a couple of days ago, you would see I have not won, actually. Um, but you know, I'm feeling this could be my year. I had looked at that and I knew the answer, but I was still going to ask you. Okay. You, you just want to make me say it. Well, I just, I thought it would be, uh, you know, polite to ask. Okay. Now I will say as I was updating sort of the, the 12 league members on their like average wins per season, those types of things, like I still don't have you on. We still have views instead of you. I think next. Right. I understand that. Once you have three seasons, I think we can sort of either kick views off permanently off this leaderboard or just sort of add you as well. Um, so we need, I think we need one more set of data before we can sort of determine your, your league historical place. I think that's, that's fair. Um, so anything, um, we're going to have to talk some fancy football on this podcast because it's the playoff time. And, and this podcast has turned more than anything else into people just talking about their kids and like parenting responsibilities at this point. Um, but any uh, any life updates in the past year? I'm assuming you don't have any more kids or anything like that. Uh, nope. Still just holding steady with three kids. Uh, we did move into a new house, which is nice. So I know lots of lots of league members seem to have moved. We are among them. But we just did moved you? across town. Ah, so you didn't move back to Philly? We did not, no. So I, li- I live in Philly now. Do you ever go home for like holidays to Westchester? Yes. Not not a ton because my parents also just sold their house, 
but my brother is actually closer to you in media. Oh, okay. So maybe we could get like some some pickleball practice in before the big match in like four or five years from now. Yeah, I think that that would be fair. We you know just have a couple of warm ups around, get a sense of each other's games, and then uh, when we go out to Minnesota for the live draft, was it in twenty seven? Is that when twenty twenty seven? I'm yeah. impressed by your your podcast recall. Well, you know it's. There, are, there haven't been that many. I just I try to lock in on some of these, especially when they're, they're competitions. So. That, that's fair. Um, so how um, about your Wednesday pickleball game? Is that a thing you actually do? Um, it is a thing I kind of do. Um, it is on hiatus due to the arrival of winter and, more importantly, the arrival of basketball season. But okay. it is a, uh, this guy obviously does pretty well for himself. He built a tennis court and then just this last year he had to resurface it and he decided to resurface it as two pickleball courts. So every Wednesday he has like a mini tournament for two hours, gets eight guys to come out and we just play pickleball for two hours. And this is like a friend of yours or just a random guy? Um, he, he's a friend of mine. It's okay. We, we, we met playing basketball. He's the commissioner of the youth basketball league. Okay. But I host, I host weekly basketball games on Thursdays. And so he invited me to the weekly pickleball games on Wednesday. I got you. So how well do you do in these pickleball tournaments? Um, I mean, it's a friendly game, but I do very well because I am one of the younger members there. Gotcha. Um, heights also, height and like wingspan are pretty important in pickleball too, especially and more so in doubles even. So that's yeah, that and an I mean, and as as Lionel pointed out, like if you understand ping pong and you have some ping pong strategy, it's a very easy adjustment to pickleball. Are are you a a, a solid ping pong player like Lionel? I am. Yes. Maybe we should get a Tron ping pong tournament going. Everyone loves ping pong. Um, Everyone does love ping pong. It's uh, once again much like pickleball. You feel like you're playing a sport, but you actually don't move hardly at all. Yeah, the way I always describe pickleball to people, which I think is smart but doesn't actually make any sense to people that haven't played it, is it's like you're playing ping pong but standing on the table. Yeah, um, I think that's a that's a good good parallel. Yeah, it's like you only it only makes sense if you've actually played pickleball, though, which at that point you don't need an explanation for what pickleball is. Um, but anyway, I think pickleball is really fun. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that we have this bet going on. I've, I've been texting Frogger on the side because he hasn't been listening to a lot of podcasts this year. Um, uh-huh. He is really excited. Um, he like actively wants to make this happen. And he will like easily travel anywhere on a moment's notice to do so. Well, it is nice to, to have that freedom. But I yeah. think I, we could probably get us a, a, a trial game going to Philly sometime for sure. Okay. Okay. Add, add me to your list of, of um, people to see when you come to Philly. All right. Will do. All right. I mean, I think I asked you last time, like, the over-under on people in this league you would ever see in person. That, like, was it more than Anton? Um, so we, we, we could, you could win that bet. Not as a bet, but you could go the over right now. Just let's play pickleball. That's true. Um, I was thinking like, so Frogger and I were thinking like basketball will be tough because you're good at basketball. Um, did you play vol? Frogger thought you played volleyball ever. Is that true? No, not just for fun at Penn State. Not for, not okay. for like real. Fun, I mean, fun at Penn State might be enough. We were thinking about sort of like where our weaknesses are going to be um, in, in this matchup. Um, okay. Well, we'll see how it goes. Okay. So you moved to a new house. I'm assuming that that's good. Um, Still, you're still a teacher. You still do that whole teaching kids thing. Yep, I still do that whole teaching kids thing. How's uh, how's little Cora? She's great. She is um, coming into her own. She is learning uh, how to say no and stomp her foot at the same time, which is, I think, the true indication that you have entered the two-year-old phase. Um, but yeah, she's actually she's very pleasant. She's pretty easy to deal with. Oh, she only two. Of, so my so my Cora yeah. is, is is the older Cora, right? You you had right. the first Cora, right? And I named mine after hearing how wonderful your daughter was. 
Exactly. Um, and I named mine after CB's ex-girlfriend. So really, that's um, that's just the pattern that we were, we're taking after, I guess. <laughs> the uh, So I don't know if you've had this experience, but I had two boys and I always saw my friends with girls and thought they were like, it must be such better parents. And now that I've had a girl, I just realized like girls are so much easier. They're just really. Oh, my gosh. So much easier. Now, apparently that changes at around like 12, but she is just so much easier. So I, I OK. The, I, I was about to hard disagree, but the fact you said it changes at 12, not that I have an experience parenting a 12 year old. Like I would be absolutely shocked if like teenage boys are harder than teenage girls. Like I'm not super looking forward to that. Um, no, my understanding I, is from like zero to seven boys are worse. And then from seven until 77 girls are worse okay I, I i saw some stat in some article a while back that like parents of girls are statistically more likely to get divorced than parents of boys um which i took to just mean like it's harder and more stressful to raise girls but i don't know yeah but like when i need to do something i can be like cora would you like to go color in the corner and she's super excited to do so whereas Neither Aaron nor Cullen would have ever done that in a hundred years. Even at that same age. Definitely at that same age. And not even now when they are capable of sitting in a corner and coloring. They still would refuse to. Yeah. Yeah. All those kids. Seems like a lot. Um, so you mentioned like basketball season potentially got in the way of your pickleballing. Are you I, I am I took an oath not to follow or watch. I've been following the Sixers, but I've not watched a game until until after the new year. I would just like had enough Sixers for 2021. Are you are you all the way in following every game? Uh, I will watch Sixers on occasion. I rarely watch them live. I think the last game I watched live was the Warriors Sixers game. Was it like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? Yeah, but they're that your team, the, right? Like, you're not, like, a Wizards fan, are you? No. Oh, no. That would be horrible. Um, no, I'm a Sixers fan. I watch a lot of college basketball, um, and I watch a lot of Villanova. But then I coach the girls' high school team, so that's the basketball season that prevents me from doing other things. Oh, I got you. I think you've talked about that before on the podcast. Yeah. Um, are, are you a... What's your take on trading Ben Simmons? Would you get rid of him for like literally anything at this point? Or do you think we should continue to hold out and just make this miserable for everyone? Um, I don't think you can just trade him for anyone. We kind of already went down that path with faults and got nothing worthwhile. Uh, didn't we get the Thunder pick from Fultz in that deal? I think we got that that became... Stival, like a couple years later, or am I confusing out with something else? No, you're right, but like that's so. If you accept, I get, I get the number one overall pick. then yeah. sure. But it would be we would be hard pressed to just take like picks five years from now for Ben Simmons and be like, yeah, we're good with that. But that might yeah. be all we, we ever get. But otherwise, it just drags on, and, and he's the fucking worst. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, focus on fantasy a little bit so you put up the top score last week were you worried because you were the only only team that did not clinch a playoff spot heading into week 13 it was a little bit on the fence there um i mean i was worried because i have been um ruined by like last minute inactives and things like that so i was really worried that kyler murray would decide not to play and that i would be stuck Starting Andy Dalton again. Um, or, and then uh, who else went out? Oh, Henderson was a late minute, not going to play, and then was going to play. But yeah. unfortunately, Sony Michelle was still there on the waiver wire, so I like had my own backup for that. But, yeah. uh, I mean, my team just goes as my quarterbacks go, which is kind of how every team is. Brady and Kyle. In a two-quarterback league. Um, that, that matters. So so I don't know which of the proposals, of the week 14 proposals you voted for. I don't even really remember what they were. I just remember mine was the smartest one. We didn't vote for it. But I'm looking at your roster right now. You've got 
three players on by. One is the Colts D, so I'm not sure that, how much that matters. Um, right. I mean, I only picked them up last week, and I replaced them with the new yeah. team that would be playing Houston because that seems to be a, a, a solid bet right now. Well, the Seahawks D is pretty bad, but I, I do I do tend to agree with the play the offense, not the defense on that. Um, but like now that you're in a playoff game with, with I think Devontae Smith would be starting for you, right? Or not? Um, I, so it's always a toss up. Like some days he's great, but he just hasn't, he hasn't put up, I think a number over three in like three or four weeks. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. He had back to back 20 point game, like 23 and 20 in weeks nine and 10. And it's been, it's been eight, three, two since then. Yeah. But regardless, so if you're in like, do you think we should have voted for the NARF amendment, which I believe was something along the lines of like week 14, is a buy for everyone, and then we start the playoffs week 15, so we don't have actual NFL buys during round one of the playoffs. Um, Are you happy with where we're at? Which I think was the choir boy amendment. Right. I mean, I think it adds an interesting wrinkle. Like, as possibly upset that I am that Devontae Smith is on a buy, which I'm not really that, like, it... It, whoever I play probably has it just as bad. Like Anton has Harris and Waddle on a bye. Um, like I feel like everyone has like a couple of players that would have been nice to have as an option in the rotation that are just not going to be there. So I, I mean, maybe that's true, but like, is that a good thing for the playoffs? Don't we want our teams at full strength? Um, no, I think. It, it challenges you as a manager and makes the better manager have a higher opportunity to win at a playoff. It's not just going to be the luck of your healthiest players at that moment. Maybe that's true. So have you, so this is our first year ever doing a two week finals. Have you been in a league that does a two week finals before? I have never been in a league that does a two weeks final. Okay. I was hoping, I was hoping you could give us some like education. Cause I actually, I don't think anyone knows and Anton's just going to make it up one way or the other, depending on what he feels like. Do you get to change your lineup between week one and two of the finals? Or are you fixed for two weeks? No, you have to be able to change your lineup. Once again, it's, it's, a, it's a manager's score. Like if your player gets hurt, you don't have to play him two weeks in a row. I don't know. I've never done it. And I, I think I asked Anton on the rules pod, and he did not know either. But how would it make sense to have to play the same team? It, it would it would not make sense. I agree that like this option makes more sense, but I guess we didn't even know if that's like was feasible on the SPN if it let you change it. Well, didn't Anton say that he wasn't able to change it to a two week playoff anyway? We're just gonna have to manually add points. Oh, that's a good point. I, th- I think we are. Um, he said yeah. something about like it'll let him change things when playoffs start, but I was unsure what what things yeah. he could change and what things he could not. The other, well, well, he can he can change anything if he wants to. Is the real answer. He just often doesn't care enough to want to. Um, I mean, I, I can't argue with that. That's how I ended up in this league. It's my understanding. <laughs> True. The, the the other thing I don't think we know is is the the Hudson Lamb Chop Jump Bowl also two weeks or is that just a, a one week affair? Yeah, I, that uh, has not been answered. What, what's 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 your preference? Uh, I mean, my preference is to, I guess, give them, I mean, I mean, I feel differently in theory. I would like two weeks to be a legitimate sample size of awfulness, but we have like 14 weeks of pretty solid sample size for this particular season. So I don't know that it matters. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't. I, I it it boggles my mind that these are not historically bad seasons. They are. I mean, you said they are in terms of record, but they're not even in the bottom three with like points. So they're not in the bottom three in points scored. But Ed, that, that's a that's a basic basic ass stat. You got to look at the advanced stats. Um, so first of all, they. Prior to the season, there's only one one in twelve season ever. It was Noah, I think. Um, I don't have that in front of me. Sometime, not so they tied the worst record ever. Um, 
the reason you can't look at just top 10 and bottom 10 scoring, although we do still count it, is because like just industry scoring, league scoring has gone up as NFL offense has gone up a lot in the last like 10 years. So right. a disproportionate amount of the bottom 10 scoring seasons are just like 2011, 12, and 13. So that's why look at expected wins, where Lambchop just put up the second worst expected win season of all time. Or look at points above league average in a season, which normalizes for, for the NFL trends, and Lambchop put up the fifth worst season of all time, and Hudson the ninth. So these are historically bad seasons. And the fact that it's Lambchop makes it even better. And the fact that Hudson dropped Aaron Rodgers, which is, I blame myself for not giving this more coverage. When I saw that on the group me, I immediately stopped everything I was doing to go investigate what that could possibly mean. I assumed it was a weird euphemism for something. And then yeah. I saw the transaction history and I was like, this is, that was, that was a pickup and a half. Yeah. And, and Yoni's in the playoffs because of it. And yeah. put, I think put his entire waiver wire budget behind it. And, and Rogers missed what one week and like, hasn't been amazing like last year, but it's been a top 10 or so quarterback. Like th those are really valuable. Yeah. Uh, better than Trey Lance on my bench, um, who has not been a top five quarterback as I projected. I, I guess I was a little bit wrong about that one. Yeah, you know, we all make mistakes. That was a that was a big one for this year. We do. Um, anyway, if it is Lamb Chop and Hudson, I would love a two week final so I can draw this out. That that would be the way I would make them come on the podcast. We would do one week of of chump ball um, together, which I don't think we've ever done before. But that would that would give me a lot of joy to have that podcast with Lamb Chop. Um, so with so, your uh, with with your hold on, I'm looking at your yeah, yeah. Uh, advanced statistics here. Please, uh, CB is, is uh, Hertz, right? Uh, Hertz donut. Yeah. So like his points, like the points that he scored for him not to make the playoffs, that has to be a record differential as well. Oh. Oh, wouldn't you think? Um, so, so I agree with you that, that that's, it's a fair assumption. Quiet Boy put up the third highest points ever scored. Not ever scored. The third highest points of the season at 1747 and missed the playoffs. Um, that sucks. Now, you might be right that this is the highest total points ever scored to miss the playoffs. That I couldn't say. What well, I can no, say. Yeah, you you explain points have gone up yada 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 but like yeah. he's a hundred points up on the on everybody else in the not playoffs and no, no, 50 that, that, points up on most of us that's fair but before your time I'm trying to find the season right now um, yes I I'm in my mind I'm famous for this and I will never let it die in 2013 I led the league in total points scored number one in total points scored and missed the playoffs. Wow. Okay. Now I, I'm looking now. I put up 1696. So in 2013, 1696 was the top score, and in 2021, 1747. So yeah, inflation as we've talked about. But until you can do that, until you can lead the league in total points and miss the playoffs, I'm going to keep that claim. And I had a really, really good team that year, and it was not was, was unfortunate for me. Yeah. So is that just bad managing or just bad luck? I. If I went through sort of like the podcast, I mean, we could, we could go through the podcast archives and play it out. I, I remember like I lost like two or three weeks in a row with the second highest score against like the first highest score. Um, then like another week with like the third highest score. It was like the odds of like losing that many consecutive weeks with like those good scores were like in the like one in like a million range. Um, it, it was really improbable. So sometimes you make all the right moves and you, and you have the good team. Um, Oh my god! I'm looking at that roster right now. This is like this is obviously for your time. That was the year I um, forced Moose to panic trade me Calvin Johnson five minutes before the trade deadline for uh, Percy Harvin. Straight up, I doubt that that worked well for him. Uh, no, it didn't. And and <laughs> that was back when people cared and had arguments about actual fantasy football. And I was getting a lot. Well, Moose and I were both getting a lot of shit. I was getting a lot of shit for like. For somehow like letting Moose do it, I was getting blamed for not like stopping him from making that trade. Um, yeah, good times. Anyway, 
Probably don't need to dwell on the 2013 season that much. Probably not. Uh, but we've we've done more fantasy football talk in this podcast than I think all season. It's been it's been heavy football. But we're in the playoffs. That that that's the point. Um, so I don't know if you're familiar with how the first round works, the first round and the second round here. Um, but I'll educate you and the listeners. The highest seed, which would be Yoni for this round, is the three seed. Gets to choose his opponent for the first round. Um, so it's it's not sort of the four five three six as you would expect, although potentially it might end up that way. We'll see. Um, so you tell me who are who are you hoping that Yoni chooses? Who are you hoping to be left with to play? Um. Well, I guess if you're asking me, would I rather play? You gotta play Anton, Yoni, or Anton? Or I would. Moose. Oh, or Moose? Oh, because yeah. Yoni can choose to play Anton as well. Yoni can choose any of the three opponents. Well, obviously, I would choose Moose since I just beat him. But um, I think if it's between Anton and Yoni, I love the people that Anton has stuck on a bye. And Yoni just doesn't have to play Tua, which he would never play anyway, probably. So you want to play Anton? I would... I mean... I would like to play Moose. I would like to play Yoni the you least, did, probably. You did, you did say that. Um, I look. We'll we'll find out in, in a little bit what what the what the answer is. I, I would imagine um, you won't have to play Yoni, but but we'll see. Um, could you and Anton's friendship handle a heated first round Legends of Tron Fantasy Football League playoff matchup? That's a lot of strain to put on a relationship. Um, yeah, I, I think we would manage to get through it. Um, okay. So how, what, what are the odds, if you were to give yourself odds in reaching the finals, how, how like, are you optimistic about your team? Um, yeah, I think I have a very good team and it seems like people are trending towards health. I mean, I've really, my running backs suck. Um, there's nothing... They've sucked all year. They were, that was not a strong point in my draft. Um, but uh, Edward Solaire has been doing better since he came back, putting up more legitimate num- numbers. Patterson has been out of his mind, putting up numbers most weeks. Um, and Henderson will be okay. So as long as those three remain healthy, I at least have a fighting chance. And as we said earlier, Brady and Murray are putting up giant numbers most games, which has really helped me out. And when they don't put up giant numbers, I usually lose. Yeah, I mean, Brady is the number one ranked quarterback, it looks like. Um, Murray, obviously, his ranking doesn't really matter because he, he's had, um, he missed like three yeah, or four games. In there. Games, yeah, yeah. It, it, has Beckham been better on the Rams? He has scored more on the Rams. He's like put up more points. So what happened? Like, did you have, did anyone running backs get injured? Oh, Julio's in. Okay. So if you had Julio on IR like this whole season, but I guess you didn't spend that much on him this year, right? No, no. Um, I had. I feel like I had the. Uh, I had the San Francisco running back. Who went down right away? Uh, Mostert? Yeah, Mostert. yeah. Mostert. So I think he was actually, I'd have to go back to my draft board, but I think he, I actually drafted him. Um, as my second quarterback, I'd have to go through and look at it. Your second running back, probably not quarterback? Yeah, that's what I meant, running back. Um, but I, I don't even remember. Yeah, the draft was a long time ago. And I didn't do any sort of post-draft real analysis because it obviously was a little weird with the way the first 10 players went off the board at like $50 each to Lamb Chop, Lionel, and Noah. Oh, this this tab with the 2020 draft results is last year, not this year. That's why I don't see... Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't update it. Um, oh, that's not a problem. Okay, so you're, you're cautiously optimistic. Um about your chances. You're a favorite right now. If you end up against Anton, um, the line has you at, at 28 points. Would you bet on yourself at that number? 
Well, that's because I updated my roster right before coming on this podcast. Yeah, and, I know. And he did not. He's got Waddle on by and Damian Harrison by. The, the buys do hit him, hit him yeah. harder. Yeah. Um, but then, like, your strength and, and, like, your strength with the QBs, like, I'm trying to think if I would rather take Prescott and Mahomes. They're having worse seasons, but it, it's kind of hard to bet against them. Even, like, Brady, like, it's a good quarterback matchup on both, both ways. Yeah, it, for sure. Yeah. What's, um, what's your Eagles take this year? Um, I mean, they're, no, I mean, they're predictably, uh, bad. I will say they've made it very interesting by looking horrible for like seven eighths of the game and then making it close at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I have, um, I have a decently sizable bet with my friends on the Eagles over this season, which is six and a half. And now we're at six. Um, with I think four games to go against yeah. pretty good games, so I'm feeling 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 pretty good about that. Yeah, I mean it hasn't been horrible. I have um, so actually my team in my other league has a bunch of Eagles players, so it's actually not unlike um, CB's team. Actually, I have Hertz as my quarterback, and even when he plays horribly, he puts up huge running numbers. So he's on fantasy, he's great. Um, so do you go on? Do you go on the podcast for that league and talk about this league? Uh, no, because they don't have a podcast. They're they're just not as cool as you. That's true. Now we barely do either, but we we tend not to talk about other leagues within the realms of league media on this league. Ed, that's kind of that, a, a, a that, that is not true. You guys do not go through a podcast where you do not reference Fuse's rival podcast. Oh well, that's Modcast. Um, it, did that win as one of the um, options for the loser to have to do this year? Is like listen to Modscast and catalog it, or go on Modscast? I, I have no idea what actually came of all those votes. My God, I feel I feel like it. Whatever the vote was, then I believe uh, Noah in his role as uh, the the prodder of Anton just disagreed with whatever Anton posted. Yeah. There's like, there's a lot of potential for this fantasy season just to work out so well for me. Like if I win and lamb chop loses and I get to sign the punishment to lamb chop. And one of the punishment options is lamb chop has to go on mods cast with views. I like that. That will make me so happy all the way. I would, I will give up my like league winnings. I will donate them to, uh, well, I probably actually won't do that. I don't know who I would donate them to. Um, but, like, that would be an awesome end to this year for me. After so I hear- Lamb Chop and Fuse doing a podcast together, like, that will be good. Why would Fuse accept that? So you're saying I'm overlooking Fuse's ability to control his own podcast and sense of free will as I make this plan. It, and it, seems, Fuse- it seems that way. Like, all of your joy is stemming from the fact that that would make Fuse and Lamb Chop both miserable, and I don't understand why Fuse would agree to that. Yeah, you're thinking because he rage quit this league and sort of hates being sort of the butt of all the jokes, he would not want the punishment of this league to sort of bleed over into his like post-Legends of Tron life. Well, especially when he knows it's the punishment for losing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we don't, have to, we don't have to say that that's the reason. Um, like I, I don't know. Um, it seems it seems like he has strong connections to understand how this league is working. So I feel like he already knows. Yeah. And I'm trying to get a surprise guest on right now, but it's taking fucking forever. Um, well, he's 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 got you know people he answers to as well. Yeah. Um, problem with Skype is everyone has like three accounts, and I never know which one. And when you're trying to add someone mid-call, it just gets tricky. Um, we're trying to get fucking Yoni on to announce his, his pick for this year. Um, but we're yeah, I was, I was excited for this, this live reveal. It was going to be a good one. I know. And we don't have... I didn't put the effort into like podcast reads or sponsors this year. So we have very little to fill our time with. It's kind of, kind of a shame. 
Well, don't you have any Tron ranks up your sleeves to, to fill the time while you fiddle with this? Uh, it's, it's really just... Do you want to bring a Tron ranks to the table? Um, so collectively, what do you think the worst Tron sport would be? You guys are were talking about pickleball. Oh. And I understand where you might find gaps in playing uh, Lionel with me as his partner, but like just collectively, what do you think the sports are that Trons should generally stay away from? Is basketball number one? So is your question, like what, what would be the worst sport for the collective group of people to play? Or is it like, what is the absolute worst sport and league member pairing? Oh, um, that's an interesting question. I was just asking the first one, which was what sport collectively should you stay away from? Because you guys uh, are a very functional ultimate team in all oh. sorts of different environments on sand. I'm not sure anyone's called Trot a very functional ultimate team and, and meant it. Well, my standards might be lower than yours, but I mean, we, we've been successful in Wildwood, you guys, many of you went on to continue to play in your various leagues after college. We managed to not break things in that house in the Poconos, despite throwing to Frisbee around constantly. That was well. That's because Lionel and I were throwing some soft ass flicks. That it could have been that. Um. Okay, basketball is not a bad bet. My. One year, I think it was when I was a, uh, either a sophomore or a junior, um, we, we entered into, like, the basketball, the brand that's, like, intramural basketball league as a Tron team and got, like, absolutely destroyed. Um, I don't remember who was on the team. I remember Frogger. That and that was, Fro- that, Frogger, was, like, that was intramural, so, like, only against other Brandeis students? Yeah, so only against, like, short Jews and Asians. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have had the pleasure of visiting Brandeis' campus a couple of times. It was and did you ball out in the IM basketball games in the gym? Uh, no, I think my longest visit was like three hours. Anton and I were always on the way someplace else. Yeah, it, I, I, basketball doesn't seem like Anton's pastime. I will definitely, I, I bet I'm pretty right about that. Uh, or yeah, playing basketball, at least. Yeah, I think that's yeah. probably yeah. So that team got destroyed. I played basketball in high school, but I'm not good. I was the best player on that team. Um, Frogger's gotten a lot better because he like understands basketball as a concept now. It really didn't at all back then. Um, I would say that's probably the right guess of like any sort of like common sport. Like if you were gonna say like cricket or I don't know like high line, I like something we never played before. I'm not sure we'd be that good either, but maybe we would. We're we're a pretty talented bunch. Yeah. What about, like, ice hockey? Oh, because you have to know how to skate. Yeah, that gets, that gets tricky. I yeah. mean, Lionel has, Lionel has moved to Minnesota, so maybe yeah. he just absorbs ice hockey knowledge. I, I wonder if, like, Moose, or a lot of Massachusetts kids, like, played hockey growing up. I wonder if, like, Moose mm-hmm. or Choir Boy or someone, like, used to, like, play ice hockey. Um, well... Yeah, it's probably basketball. But now I'm trying to think, like, what would be the absolute worst, like, person and sport pairing? But that, that's, like, an infinite problem to solve. So that's, that's tricky on the podcast. I guess the real question is, was would Ultimate be our best sport, or did we, or should we have picked something else? Like, would we have been better as, like, the Brandeis? Well, disc golf, obviously, and, and um, yeah. Brandeis had a disc golf team? Scamp made a disc golf club. I don't know if it was ever like a formal team, because I guess disc golf isn't teams. Um, okay. Ed, Yoni is blatantly failing. So here are our options. We can either call back together, and I'll stitch them together, or we can end our podcast and I'll just do the Yoni reveal without you. It's your choice. Um, I have nothing going on, so I'm more than happy to call back to to be part of this live reveal. Okay, 
I'm probably also not going to edit these together very well, so we'll see how that goes. Um, all right, let me hang up. And well, maybe I'm Taylor say, Swift well, can just blend us. Oh, that takes a lot of work. Well, interesting. I play the Taylor now. Then I come back to reveal to see if anyone actually listens to the end. I love it. I love it. No one will hear the last part. podcast i was texting you trying to make this work and lost all my flow so i just hung up i'm gonna try to add ed back in um, i'm so sorry <laughs> i i don't understand why no one can ever use skype other than myself well i mean it's been like obsolete i i, I don't know i haven't used it for like this is the only time I've used it. but just just leave it on your computer and it always works yeah it always it always like has to reload and it, it gets like offloaded and has to reload and I forget my username and password. And, yeah. All right, you already offloaded is not a term in sort of you computer software. You know what I mean? Like um, uh, put into uh, um, like, uninstalled. Uh, yeah, un- yeah, yeah, yeah. Put put into. You're you're really doing great here. Ed, welcome back. <laughs> hey, Narf Yoni, good to, good to hear you. Ed, what's happening, man? Sorry, Not sorry, much. sorry for the technical difficulties. No worries. I, it was worth waiting to hear this big reveal. We, we were, Yoni, we were dragging out some really mediocre Tron ranks for a while before I just gave up and decided to call you offline. Well, I, I, I think um, at this point, any, any Tron ranks are more than mediocre. They're, uh, I, think, I think they're appreciated by the masses. Uh, yeah, you might want to listen before you, you say that. This was really not a, a Tron rack at all. It was sort of just talking about how bad Tron would be at, at playing basketball as an organized unit. As like a five, as like a five man Tron hoops team or like a, or like a whole, yeah. like, like, like one through 12 squad with like role players and, and bench players or, or, or what? Like we, did, we didn't get that. We didn't get that deep, but I, I would say the answer to both would be, we would be bad. So there's no like, so there's no like sixth man identified. Like uh, like like energy off the bench. So who who is the who is the sixth oh. man? Uh, en- energy off the bench. Uh, the first name that's coming to, to my mind is AWAX. Oh. First of all, we're not bringing AWAX into fucking Tron ranks, yo. I just said it's my first. It's the first name off the top of my head. Energy, energy. Yeah, just like like uh, just spastic, like intensity, like uh, raising raising whatever kind of like low energy is is. You know, on the court at the moment because the starters aren't getting it done. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And do you know you don't know AWAX, do you? Uh, I don't think so. Certainly not yeah. by that name. But I would also say you usually want name. your That's his only name. You, you usually want his your sixth man to like have some scoring potential. Does he bring scoring potential? Yeah, he 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 would he uh, is an offensive minded at least frisbee player. And I, I yeah, he's like a little guy. He he'd be like um. He'd be like a you know like 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 microwave off the bench type um, type thing. Uh, yeah, he's like a five foot two like Jew kid. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm like, not sure. 
when yeah. when I first started paying attention to basketball, like the Pistons were, you know, um, it, it was like it was like uh, Vinnie Johnson, the microwave guy coming off the bench as their sixth man. Like that's that's kind of what I'm what I'm envisioning with. All right, um, all right we're, we're spending we're spending we're giving too much airtime to to AWACS. Uh, we already spent a decent amount of time on Fuse's podcast. I, I I can't go down thinking about AWACS on this podcast. Um, Yoni, I, I before you joined. I yeah. asked Ed, like, who he is rooting to play for, who he's hoping to play this week. So we, we have that on record. Um, okay. Have you already already made your decision, or are you going to sort of think it out live with us? Um, no, I, 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 put, I put a decent amount, well, I, I put the slightest bit of thought into it. Um, and I think, I think it's a pretty clear answer, not, not necessarily due to, like, overall team construction, but rather... Um, situation, uh, uh, like looking at at matchups for this upcoming week. Can I ask a question? Do I do I like? Is Anton even an option for me, or do I have to pick between five and six? Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure because I think we forget every year. But I'm pretty sure Anton is an option. I think any of the three are an option. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Does that change your answer? Um, well, his quarterbacks are kind of terrifying. Um, the rest of his team is middling. He's got some buys. Um, I mean, Mo- Moose's team struck me as kind of like the obvious choice because. Because he's Moose? One... No, no. I think his team actually as constructed is pretty good, but he has. Oh, uh, he has the worst buys of anybody. Yeah. So Jonathan Taylor's not playing. Um, and Mac Jones, who's been putting up good numbers too. I mean, maybe he should throw more than three times for me to be worried. I mean, he'll probably throw like five or six times next week. But uh, I had to wake up and and see that box throw like multiple times to believe it. Like I was, I was like positive that was like a typo or something when I saw three pass attempts. Did you? So you didn't watch any of that game? I did not watch a single snap of that game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pretty. Pretty, pretty interesting. And actually, I mean, it, make, it makes you wonder if he's going to throw like 40 times this week. But um, anyway, not, not, not he put up issue. almost 30 points the week before. Yeah, he's he's I, I yeah, I I kid because I am, you know, I'm, not, I'm no Pats fan. And he's clearly like, a, you know, going to be an above average quarterback. It's kind of frustrating. Um, oh, man. Um, so it. Ah, frick. So Anton's team, he's is is okay. Um, he has he has fewer, Prescott and Mahomes. Yeah, just about the same number of total points scored this year than Moose, uh, as Moose. You're 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 out of the running, Ed. Your team is. Um, I, I want no part of it um, until as late as possible. By the way, Yoni. Through through advanced metrics, you are the weakest team of these uh, in the playoffs. Oh, my team is smoke and mirrors. It's fool's gold. Yeah, it's that Aaron Rodgers pickup. Um, I I know that this is possible, but I think on the app you can't tell. Is it possible to see what other people bid on him for yeah. when he? Was... Uh-huh. Yeah, you you can. I'll, I'll I will um try to look it up as you continue to. Delay making your choice. Um, um, I just beat Anton. I think it'd be playing with fire maybe to try to do that two consecutive weeks. Probably a bad idea. Um, his team is not particularly worrisome, but he's got a squad that you know could have three guys who combine for 100 points. Um so I think I'll stay away from him and the Philly love connection, Ed, and just go okay. ahead and make the decision that I will play uh, Apartment of Beta in week one of the it playoffs. It was always gonna be Moose. Yeah, I, but but. I don't want to. I don't want it to seem like it's um, it's like a laughing stock. I mean, his team is better than mine, by 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 metrics. Um, so it's, it's the buys. It's Jonathan Taylor on buy. Yeah. If if Taylor was playing, I think I would have gone with Anton. 
but um, I think I've got a good chance against Moose. I, I a couple weeks ago picked up um, the the Broncos defense, who's playing the Lions this week uh, in anticipation of this week. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I've I've been thinking about it for a little bit. That's a smart move. I picked up the Eagles and Patriots D, who are both on bye this week, because I knew I was prepping for my bye week. Mm. And who do they have coming up that you're going to match them up against? The Gi- is, is the Giants one of them with the Eagles? I was only concerned about my week 14 buys. I don't care what happens after that. Um, but no. I, yes, I might start the, I mean, the Eagles D also sucks, but I might start them against the Giants. By the way, um, Yoni, you, you beat 182 on Aaron Rodgers um, on Sunday, November 7th. Do you want to yeah. know what the second highest offer was? Well, I, I bid 182 because somebody had 181. It might have been no, it wasn't you because I, I was I was I was deciding if I was. Well, what was the second highest offer? Right. I mean, first of all, like anyone should have spent their entire budget, put the whole two hundred on Aaron Rodgers. You don't need to like try to be too cute about it. Um, the second highest offer was zero. You are the only manager that put a claim in for Aaron Rodgers. Do you think it's because... So you could have gotten him for one. Well, why... Yeah, well, why, why didn't you... Be, I mean, you had you had a lot. You had like 150 or 160. I was like deciding if I was going to go $1 more than you or $1 more than whoever else I out, I would have outbid by one. Why didn't you bid on it? Like, or did you just not realize that he was there? That is the answer. Um, I, did not re- I did not realize that he was there. Um, it was in... Like, first of all, players of his caliber don't get dropped. And second of all, it was an off-cycle drop. Like, Hudson dropped him because it was a pickup on Sunday, meaning Hudson dropped him, like, fri- like Thursday or Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't, like, on the regular waivers claim. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't think I'm the only one. I think, give or take, oh. person in the league didn't realize he was dropped until, I mean, I'd already spoke about this until, like, someone put in the group me, like, something about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I... Yeah, I remember like seeing his name and being like, "Oh, Hudson must have dropped him just in time for like the claim to not go through this week." Um, and then I, I like remember like sitting there and putting it like like agonizing over how much I was gonna like bid for him, and then seeing that it was actually gonna go th- gonna go through that week, and being pretty excited about it. And he's been really good for me, uh, and very much addressed a weakness of my team because my quarterbacks were always my weakness. Um, yeah, he's he's put up back to back thirty eight and and thirty two. Um, the other reason, like so, I've been famously stashing four quarterbacks all season, um, uh-huh. and we have a rule against holding more than four because Fuse tried to do it like seven years ago or something, and then we voted a rule against it. Um, but I would have had to drop Trey Lance, and I mean, like the upside there, I just, I just can't give that up on my bench. <laughs> I've been holding him all season. As if it's a keeper league, yeah. Do you, do you you still have him? I, I've been debating dropping him, but at this point, I might as well just ride it out, get him some experience in the playoffs, even if it's on the bench. Um, yeah, I mean, I if he if he was the starting quarterback in like like would you play him over the other three quarterbacks on your roster? Yeah, I I, I was literally thinking about that the other day, um, or or I guess yesterday as I was thinking about waiver claims. Like, is there any scenario in which I would start him if the others are not comp- injured? And uh, highly doubtful. Um, there there'd be no way it would be. I would do it on his first week starting. He'd he'd have to like show a game, and then I would start him. Um, and even that I think would be pretty unlikely. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um. So. Ed, how do you feel about going up against childhood friend Anton in round one? Uh, I feel great. Like you, I am excited by the people he cannot play. Yeah. Um, I wish, I I hope he, uh, you know, starts Kenyon Drake <laughs> and uh, maybe Alex Collins. And then it'll be, it'll be a good week for me. Yeah. But he's also like he oh I feel like Anton always stumbles into running backs that seem awful at the time that end up being just fine in the long run. So I wouldn't be surprised if like Hubbard puts up 
28 points this week. Just yeah, because he'll, prob- he'll probably slide in Hubbard and Samuel to make up for yeah. those two spots. And they all they all have like explosion potential, but I I don't know. It's like it's like big uh, you know big ceiling, low floor for him. And I feel like your team is more consistent. Maybe I mean it is more consistent, but also all of them have had like huge dud games. Like Kittle has been all over the place this season, which I thought was going to be a great pickup at the time. And then he'll have, like, when they played Minnesota two weeks ago, he had under two points, and I think they scored, like, 43 points in the game. And he had one I, I, match. I, I, I was trying to talk about experiences in other leagues, but I'm, I'm, I'm riding the, uh, the Kittle roller coaster um, in, uh, in not this league. Um, so I'm, um, I, I very much enjoyed his performance last week, though. Yeah. Yeah, no complaints about last week. Yeah. Yeah, so you're if, right, it uh, doesn't everyone, like, if everyone meets meets their potential, it'll be a good matchup between uh, Anton and me. Yeah, no, nobody wants you to lose to Anton. Let's just put it that way. 100%. I, that I, is Anton, Anton probably wants that. I'm not even sure he does. Yeah, Anton, uh, Anton certainly does not want to, to, to win this week. He's, yeah, he, he would... Very much prefer to, uh, to I, I think, to, to cheer for you than himself. He's 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 very self self loathing character. I'm rooting for Ed and I'm rooting for Moose. Um, sorry, Yoni. Well, um, you're you're rooting for Moose. Um, um, so just just to clarify before you get to this question, Yoni, Narf, you then get to choose whomever you want to face next week. Correct, and I I could choose Vigo if I wanted to. I guess Vigo, you could. Vigo has scored significantly more points than you, Narf. A lot. Um, yeah. A whole point one, which is that's incredible. Fucking, it's incredible. I, I also like. I also haven't started a kicker in like four weeks, um, <laughs> and so I, I, I was so concerned. I really, I wanted the one seed, and I I thought Vigo was going to win this matchup, so I do, thought I had to beat him on points, and it was like I was up by like. 1.8 points going into the last game, which was like not impossible because of the Bills D um, and, and like so on and so on. I completely forgot that like Priest could actually just beat Vigo. So I like woke up, I realized I lost to Vigo on points and was sad about that. Then realized Vigo lost the game and I won on record. So it all comes yeah. around. This is the year of the NARC. He, he's also had a higher degree of difficulty. I mean, opponents have scored more than 100 points or about 100 points more against him than they have against you. Um, true. Um, but I have a higher expected wins. Is that so? Yeah, by a couple. Okay. So I mean, I mean, you only like I, you are like you could sort of admitted your team's all smoke and mirrors. Ten wins for you know, like your eighth in expected wins at six and a half. And you put up a ten and three season. That is yeah. one of if not the best sort of win versus expected win differentials of all time. I think. Yeah, my my points against this year is it looks like about 170 less than the next lowest points against pretty incredible luck pretty incredible Um, but with that said i think my team is actually decent so who did who did aaron Rodgers replace on your team i was starting burrow and tua on a weekly basis oh my gosh and there was somebody else in there for a while. Uh, oh, I traded away Kirk Cousins for Saquon early in the year. Yeah, uh, for one trade. Which ultimately has not paid dividends. Certainly not for Lamb Chop. <laughs> this is a good Lamb Chop season. He lost his place atop the leaderboard in many all-time cumulative metrics, and that makes me very happy. Yeah, I think I took one of them from him. Yeah, you are now the leader in average wins per season, I think, all time. Thanks, yep. thanks, to, thanks to this lucky year. Uh, it helped. Um, your 10 in Lamb Chops 1 uh, made a big difference on the historicals. Um, all right, 
look, between the, the part one with Ed and I and then the part 1.5 where we tried to call you and now this part of the podcast, Yoni, I think we're definitely over an hour of total recording. I, I might add some Taylor in between. We'll see. Um, but thank you for coming on, Ed. Hey, as well. uh, have you, uh, I mean, I, I, I presume the answer is yes, but but you must have listened to the to the Taylor's version read. Yeah. Uh, yes, obviously. Okay. Okay. Just just checking. It's pretty, pretty is awesome. There a, is there a specific song that you're looking for? Um, no, um, no. A- any, any, anyone will do. I, um, we watch Saturday Night Live pretty religiously now, and um, so we. I mean, yeah, she was on like a month ago. Yeah, it, it was incredible. Um, like, like, a, like a, I don't know, a very impressive performance. Um. um yeah, um, I'm not really selling it particularly well, but uh, I've been, I've been, I've been enjoying it through my through my own enjoyment, but also through the uh, through the eyes and the ears of my of my daughter who's obsessed. And so, uh, yeah, uh, do do something from from Red. Ed, I don't know if you're a Taylor fan, but Yoni and I, in theory, are going to go to a concert one day, potentially with our kids, potentially just us. So if you want to get in on that, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, I'll. Uh... You let me know when it's happening, but I'll probably take a rain check. <laughs> All right, that's fair. she was she was she was teed up to come to to come to to Foxborough um, before COVID hit, uh, like like the summer. I mean, you know, like seven or eight months after after COVID hit, obviously canceled. Um, but I was I was yep. all teed up to go. Tragic. Yeah, it's a shame. All right, Yoni. Before we before we cut this off, um, there's been a lot of actual football talks. So I know no one's listening. Um, what's your pick in the, in the actual sort of new, um, trot feed matchup, frog and narf or Lionel and Ed 2v2 pickleball? Uh, um, I thought about this a little bit. I'm, I'm glad you spent your time thinking about this. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I'm in the car for like an hour a day, so I've, I've got, I've got time to listen and then digest and, and think, um, and I, I don't know why I have this gut feeling, but I, I think Lionel and Ed would win that pickleball matchup. I, I think I that that's one obvious that. gut feeling. Yeah. I, I look, there might be. I, I, I told Lionel we could be the any sport. I still, I still would make that bet again, um, even though basketball and volleyball and some might be tough. I am not worried about pickleball. I think we could crush them in pickleball. Wow, you're, I mean, you're you're giving us like a a spread that we can cover too. I'll give you Lionel's. First of all, Lionel's newborn twins. Is never gonna do anything athletic in his life. His one experience was losing to Randall, which is effectively she's a good athlete. But then also losing to her parents. Like, but I think you're not I gonna beat us. Play pickleball. I think he. I mean, I I I, I obviously know Lionel and Lionel's you know, athletic, um, prowess better than Ed, but, you know, having interact, having interacted with Ed, uh, once or twice on the sand and also like hearing about his, his, his basketball, you know, exploits. Um, I, I, I just think that there's like enough like court field sense awareness and like, um, I, I think Li- I think Lionel would, would devote like a, 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 like a solid chunk of time to like understanding, the strategies of pickleball uh, to the point that he would become like a formidable opponent. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I like the, um, I like the sound of the Ed Lionel, uh, 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 like team framework. It just, it's, it, it's what I would put my money on. I, I get it. That's a, that's a team Trons want to get behind. Frogger and I will be the villains, but I, I'm, I'm really not worried about this one. This is one of the more confident bets I could make. There's there's a, a tennis court, a stone's throw from where I live, and it's always being converted into a pickleball court. So we could we could do it like right here. Um, oh, live draft 2022. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So Yoni, you're saying the most convenient option for the four people playing is not do it in any of their home areas, but all come to you. Well, that's what happens when people live in disparate parts of the country. Um, look, I'll put the onus 
if we're actually to make this happen, um, Ed, I think it's on you. To do what? Yeah, that was a confusing statement. Okay, sorry. Frogger and I will both get on a plane to Minneapolis like tomorrow. This is going to happen. I like no, actually, it, I actually believe it, that. It's got to be in a neutral location like Maine, rural Maine. Yeah, but like I'll give Lionel the benefit of the doubt that like he's not going to go travel anywhere. He's got newborn twins at home. It kind of has to be in Lionel's backyard. I mean, I, I, think, I think that uh, Randall traveled without Lionel when he was in the hospital. So why, why can't he travel? Um, All right. You know, I, 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 he could be fine with the kids at home. Um, she's clearly capable of, you know, managing. And, and, those are definitely the same level of like life severity, like dying in the hospital and wants to play pickleball against Narc and Trigger. I'm just saying she's capable of doing it. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt the kids' like safety and well-being while Lionel's away for the weekend. All right, fine. I'll, re- I'll, re- I'll reframe. Name the time, name the place. Prager and I will be there. And so, Narf, just guys just get your, to the same place. Your family <laughs> dynamic is such that you're free to travel in the same way that Frogger is free to travel. That's what you're saying. It's an interesting question. Um, no, I am not. I am not free to that extent, but I I am good enough at making myself free when I need to be, and I will make it. I will prioritize this over other things. Okay, end of August, twenty twenty two. There's the time. There's there's the uh, be here. All right, I'm looking forward to Lionel not coming because he either has regionals or twin duty. Um, let's. let's yeah, strong strong. Strong end to the podcast. That was great. Yeah. Uh, all right. Ed, good luck. Anytime we kindle false hope for a live draft, we got to do it. Oh, God. I'm, I'm back in. I, 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 I'm I pretty close to a level of travel flexibility that I could go anywhere at any time at this point. Yes. I mean, yeah. in, on, in all honesty, Minneapolis is a very central location. Yeah, it's in the center. Um, it's, also quite, it's also quite awesome in the summer right here. Uh, yes, all these are true. Guys, I, I'm ending this podcast. Taylor's playing. Good night. Good luck. I'll see you guys in the playoffs in the future. Bye. Good night. Bye. See ya.